and welcome to another episode of the uh, Sharing Time podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Sean Rapier. I'm Ken Craig. And we're so happy to be with you, Ken. I'm oh, happy Sean, to be with I'm you. I'm happy to be with you, Sean. I'm always happy to be with you, Ken. I know. It's remember a pleasure. Remember last time I wouldn't leave? Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I remember last time you leaving and me grabbing you around the ankles <laughs> and begging you, please. Uh, so John Dye just shared uh, that he has a Christmas gift for you. I'm almost scared for you to see what it is for you. It says my Christmas gift for Ken. Oh, uh, oh I, I is can't it click on upstairs at Eric's. I already own it. I, I can't click on the link, but it says Hocus Pocus is the best. <laughs> 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 oh, John, that is beautiful. So it is the best. Yeah, it is the best. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. It is terrible. <laughs> I like this. It is the best of all things evil. Oh, John, that is classic. Yeah, that that harkens back to our last episode when Ken professed his tremendous love of Hocus Pocus. Then you went and watched. I hadn't it. seen it. So then you went and watched it. Yes, How I did. bad is it, really, Ken? It is aggressively, <laughs> like, so personally offensive. How is so something dumb. aggressively bad? Is well, it? Sean, like you, it's on Disney Plus. You think it's a, you think it's a like family movie. Oh yeah. But these three witches, um, kill a girl, kill a little girl at what? The, in the opening. No, they yes, don't. yes, they lure her into the forest. I've and still never seen it. Take her soul. And then her brother, like, shows up, doesn't defend her, so I guess they curse him with bad acting. No, I don't know what they... (laughs) Were cursed with his bad acting. And then I swear there was no script. I swear they just said, bet you and and, uh, the other two ladies just... Uh, Whatever you want to say is fantastic. Uh, Ken, that and is awesome. And then they awesome. just went with it. And it that was... is so stinking funny. <laughs> so... Uh, if anybody wants to defend Hocus Pocus, jump on in. By the way, member of the or church. Or listen to something else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> member of the church played Ice. Yeah, Larry Bagby. Larry I grew Bagby. up with Larry. You grew up with Larry. I grew up. I was a Weeblos uh, helper when he was in Weeblos. What? Yeah, so we went to. Dodger games together and yeah, oh, I know man. Larry. And so Larry's Larry... family, Christy Bag, uh, Christy I, was my age. She was a little older than Larry. No so kidding. Christy was my age, yeah. So Larry Bagby was he was ice. Yes, uh, which has and a he huge was actually. Following. I mean, of course, I'm biased because I know him, but yeah. I, he he was a shining light in that. Oh film. man, that's <laughs> funny. He also uh, played. Uh, one of Johnny Cash's band in uh, Walk the Line. So very talented guy. He's in. Uh, uh, what's Saints and Soldiers? He's yes. in a couple of those. And, yeah. yeah, good, good guy. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, John, you kicked it off just the right way. Thank you, John Dye. <laughs> I'm going to uh, kick you off the right way. You know, way we've, got, we've got quite a few people watching now. We would love to hear who you are. We can't see who you are. We just see that there are a bunch of people watching. Uh, if you want to throw your your name in here, we would love to see that you're, you're uh, watching us. And feel free to chime in, because this week we're going to talk about something that I don't think gets talked enough about. I don't think we hear enough about it, we talk enough about it, COVID. <laughs> we feel like there's just what, been what this... What is that? <laughs> COVID? Are you sure you're pronouncing that right? <laughs> um, COVID. Yeah, and we have no no viewers anymore. <laughs> we lost them all yeah. once we started talking. You know, about I got to go early. Today. <laughs> uh, but we're going to take a kind of a fun take on it, and we'd love for uh, you, the Facebook Live audience, if you're listening to this on on podcast. Of course, you can't 
participate, but for our Facebook Live audience, we're going to try to build out a top five list, which I love our top five and top ten episodes. They're always my favorite. So we're going to do two top five lists, and those are top five favorite things to come out of COVID. And this can be either something personal, not global, but personal, church, or family. Top five favorite things, and then also... Uh, top five most challenging things or least favorite things, things that you'll be glad when uh, when it's all over. So uh, that's that's going to be our top five list. If you, our viewer, which we have quite a few viewers on right now, please feel free to uh, jump in and let us know what you think is either your favorite thing for you personally or your family or church to come out of uh, this time of COVID or your least favorite uh, Ken, do you do you have some thoughts you want I, to kick us off, have, and I'll put them up on the list. And I have we'll, something on we'll for the good them. side. Yeah, and that might be. You know, I'm 49, Sean, and but for the first time in my life, I think I finally understand what Lionel Richie means when he says <laughs> "easy like Sunday morning." Because man, have I arrived! <laughs> there is something I'm almost giddy on Saturday nights going to bed, knowing you know I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> it was just months of yeah, kind of on your own clock, right, for Sundays. So we're going to call it Easy Sunday. Easy Sunday is currently on the top of the list of the good. Yeah. Uh, welcome to our new viewers. We've had a few people just log in. We're talking about your top five best things to happen in your life or the church uh, based on COVID, as well as your uh, top five least kind of favorites or things you just won't miss once the whole COVID thing is over. So hopefully we're seeing comments. We've only gotten just the one from John. But if you're out there and you're watching, we'd love to know and love to add your thoughts to our top five. My friend, my friend Sharon says, I love social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for like the introvert, right? Yeah. It's like, man, this is, I couldn't have asked for a better gift. All right. So easy Sundays, we're going to put social distancing. Yeah, I'll put that up there. I'm with you. My number one is also the the Sundays. Uh, I don't know why. I just there's just I, a slower pace, you know. Yeah. Where uh, and and generally, I think Sundays were kind of uh, were to an extent much slower than a, a work day. But um, but boy, it's just been there's just a tremendous uh, difference. The the pace, the rhythm of the day is is uh, really conducive. To yeah. It. I agree. Family the, time the, to, you know, kind of... We're, we're back at church every week now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are too. Or we can watch it, but we've gone every week so far. Yeah. You know, we do it. We are streaming it. But uh, for me, I enjoyed that we, you know, we would have church at home. Uh, 9 a.m., 2 p.m., 11 p.m. one time. True story. <laughs> really? 11 p.m. That's we did impressive. church. Like, it was it was There's really... only a few YSA wards that meet at 11 p.m. usually. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> even the YSAs were like, that's a little late for yeah. me. Uh, uh, John Dye says he misses movies and he misses non virtual. I almost went to a movie theater the other night. I have gone. You have gone. I went, I've gone twice. Yeah. Uh, I went, I took my, uh, um, my kids to Raiders of the Lost Ark. This mm. is, you know, when they weren't showing new movies, but they had kind of opened a few. Right. Uh, a few theaters, and I thought, oh, that'd be cool to see that on the big screen. And uh, then Katie and I went and saw that uh, Tenet 
movie. So is it just me or was Tenet the only film playing around the world for about six months? Yes. (laughs) It dominated the box office. (laughs) I I just had to laugh because like the commercial would come on. The number one movie (laughs) in the country is Tenet. It's the only movie in the country. Number two, Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, John Dye says he misses movies in theaters with people and popcorn. Experience with a large group. I completely agree. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Leighton Evans says, one of the hardest things for me because COVID uh, was not being able to see my grandma, who was high risk. She passed away in July due to natural causes not related to COVID. It's been hard. I hadn't seen her since Christmas. I miss her so much. Leighton, gosh, God bless you. That's that's yeah, a hard that one. Is, that would, and, uh, and I think that that falls under something else John said, which is challenging was just being virtual, everything being virtual. You know, yeah. and not being able, you know, for, for Leighton, boy, I get that. Not being able to, to hug your grandma and then having her pass. Yeah. That's... I think that Leighton, has to be... Uh, and I know not everybody has felt uh, to that extreme personally, but that has to be one of the hardest, most difficult yeah. things that be... Uh, yeah, if you lose someone, you don't get to see them right away. Yes. God bless you, Leighton. That's yeah. that's a tough one. Um, so we're, we're building up our list right now. We've got uh, the good things... We've got uh, easy, <laughs> easy like a Sunday morning. <laughs> We've got social distancing from Sharon. Yes. Sharon chimed in Yes, with and I think some people do like that. The, the yeah. No obligation to go out and mingle or interact yeah. with people. It's... I, I have some uh, people who are very close to me who are not, in, not insanely social. They kind of like the smaller groups or whatever. Uh, I, I'm going to put under good uh, family time. You know, and it was a little different for me. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there are some people whose kids are two, four, and five years old who are going. <laughs> yeah, no, family time does not hit the good list. But remember when we were fully quarantined? When it was like, I mean, dude, we were not going out at all. We'd go out for a nightly drive, and that was it. And uh, so we had to figure out. You know, it was just me, Vanessa, and Keaton, who's 16. And uh, we'd have to figure out what are we doing? Like, what do we actually do? One of the things in our family, you know, I'm a huge Disneyland fan, as is my son, Keaton. Vanessa, not so much. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she's been pretty over it the last 25 the years. Yeah. 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 So that's why I do one-on-one trips with my kids. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, but we missed Disneyland. I still, I it's going to sound crazy, but I haven't been to a Disney park uh, since December of last year, which I know some people are like, yeah, big deal. I haven't been there since I was four. For me, that's a big deal. I'm an annual pass holder. I go a ton. Yeah. We took uh, two of our sons last year to the Christmas party out at Disney World out in Florida. I haven't actually been to Disneyland since last October. So for me, that was a huge, that's a huge part of your family culture. It and is it's not something you're doing. So yeah, you feel that, that void. Right? So what Keaton and I would do every night is we would sit down and we'd pull up YouTube and they have these great 4k ride throughs. Oh, and so <laughs> we would rotate that. and we would choose a ride and I'd choose a ride. Keaton would choose a ride. Vanessa would pass and leave the room. <laughs> I'd choose a ride. I'd beg Vanessa to sit through it. Um, but it was like, I don't know why, it was like really charming. It was fun to sit together and watch a ride and talk about, you know, hey, won't it be great? Uh, I am, I'm going to put on one of my favorite things. I'll add to the list. We'll see if it stays. 
but appreciation. Um, I think, I hope that I will, well, let me put it this way. We were, we were talking the other night about how, I think my wife and I were talking about this, about how um, people from, people who were kind of alive during the time of the Great Depression, it never left them. You know, like uh, my, my wife's grandmother, it was so sweet. She could not throw away a jar. If anything came it's in like a jar. Use it, use it up, wear it out. Make it do or do without. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was her culture. And so she had these little pimento cheese jars. <laughs> like her house was like filled with them. And when we'd visit, it'd be like, hey, take 10 pimento cheese jars <laughs> with lids. And we were like, no, but she couldn't throw them away. Yes. And these types of things, you know, I think, you know, we've talked about – uh, you know, my grandparents were in England during the bombings, you know, well, now you hear a door slam the rest of your life. There's going to be that. Yes. I think the rest of our lives will be shaped by COVID. You know, we'll never look at the world quite the same way again. But what I hope that I come out of this uh, with is an appreciation, a true gratitude. Like I haven't been back into a movie theater when I do. I kind of want to go when I don't have to wear a mask and when I'm surrounded by a ton of people that I wish would shut up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I can't be annoyed with them, I don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's really what it comes down to. So I'll I'll add that. We got a couple of comments. Uh, Leighton Evans says uh, I miss Disneyland. Well, I mean I haven't been since senior year of high school, but I want to go when it's first open, but not have to wear a mask. Yeah, we're we're. Leighton, we're actually going to Disney World uh, in about a month here. We're worried about wearing masks all day. John Dye says, best, the best on the best, rediscovering almost literally backyard staycations. <laughs> yeah. Worst, no fun travel. And John, you just you guys just bought a house this year. So John's, John's like discovering and rediscovering. That's awesome. But I'm certainly going to add that. So kind of rediscovering your house, is that what we'll say? Or... You know, uh, appreciation, like like rediscovering, uh, rediscovering what what you have. I think, yeah, what you already have. Um, Ken, our, talk to us about. Our, well, really quick, our friend Rebecca, yeah. she's in uh, San Francisco, and she says something good. Something good, maybe one of the best things is uh, forced family time uh, when the noise is just all falls away and it's been even though it's been challenging to help them navigate the new stuff some loneliness or some isolation the flip side is that we have had the chance to do things with them as older kids that we haven't done since they were little family movie nights playing games dinner at the same time instead of in shifts that is a tender mercy that i'm really happy for i think that's great rebecca it's a good focus on rebecca that, on that. Yeah. man thank you for bringing that up yeah i changed uh family time to forced family time it's true it's it a blessing true. it's a blessing yeah we wouldn't have necessarily chosen it i'm already feeling it slip away as we're yeah you know keaton went to a young men's activity tonight uh they went to top golf i'm feeling you know there was something to being forced together yeah forced not just like internally but externally there just weren't things available weren't things going on and so it's sort of like this it's all of us together here and uh there is that is a wonderful i, I think because everything kind of slowed down a little bit so. yeah i think it's um i i think that that has been a big blessing like i think i got time with my son that i would have never gotten now conversely uh i'm gonna put on challenging um not seeing family because yeah. my older kids, 
we we really put the kibosh on everything there for a while. So yeah. I didn't see them for weeks and weeks on end. And we have two sons who have some some challenges and live in group homes who we still can't go see. Mm. They, you know, we're we're not allowed to go see them. Yeah. I I would love to hear Ken as as John brought up uh, travel, not being able to travel. You travel That's occasionally a, for work. Yes, I would travel probably every four to six weeks. I would yeah, travel, not as much as you, Sean, but yeah. but it was uh, it that it's the part of my job that I love the most because I'm going to meet with individuals one on one who who make gifts to the church, you know, right. for humanitarian aid for uh, the church universities and things like that. And to meet with these people is always just wonderful experience. So to not have that, I I miss it tremendously. Um, uh, I do. I mean, I'm in contact with them on the phone or email yeah. or whatever, but it's uh, it's not the same. And that that's uh, yeah, I, I miss that. But there's something deal. too just to the change of pace. Yes, for sure. You know, of uh, my my first trip back, as you mentioned, I travel pretty much for a living. I mean, that's been my life. Uh, I am 2.2 million miles flown with Delta in my wow. lifetime. Uh, and, and yeah, it's been a lot. I mean, it's been a lot of travel. I didn't realize how weird it was. Like at first it was like, nice, I'm home for a while. Then I start feeling antsy because it's what I do for a living. Yeah. And I've been able to work from home. I work from home when I don't travel anyway. Everybody understands I'm not traveling. But I did my first trip back probably two months ago. I went down to San Diego uh, for four days. That's where my office is. And it was like all new again. I was at Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Like, well, you know, it was so exciting. You know, everything <laughs> was new to me and everything was, yeah. I felt actually, I felt like, uh, like, uh, Jack Skellington. What's this? What's this? <laughs> An airplane in the air. What's this? What's this? <laughs> um, it was really so exciting. And again, that goes back to that appreciation. But John mentions international travel, which, yeah, I mean, we, we have booked right now a trip to Hawaii in April. Uh, I don't know. Fingers crossed that we'll be able to make it. So travel I, has definitely been in my top five for sure. That, that you've missed like in the, in the bottom or in, it, or in the top for not? No, things that I miss, yeah. things that are a negative. Yeah. I. And even like this trip that we're doing to Disney World, I'm taking three of my kids. You know, I say kids, they're 25, 22, <laughs> and 17 at the time. But at the same time, knowing that we're planning for all the masks and all the distancing and all that, it's just not, it's not the same. Yeah. But it's a blessing that we're able to, to do some travel now. Yeah, I have some friends, Dave and Cicely, they just flew from uh, L.A. to Chicago. Round trip it was 100 bucks. So they're like, how can we not go? Yeah. And I, I'm like, you look at the prices and you're like, oh my gosh. And then you're like, and then we'll get there and I'm not sure how much we'll be able to do. Yeah. So it's a little discouraging. And the prices but. are starting to go up again a little bit. I mean, yeah. they're not back to what they were. Uh, if you book in advance, they're, they're pretty good. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. My friend Tanya Clifford says, one of the, one of the best things, having time to focus on getting myself in a better place, healthier mm. and happier. Which she had, Tanya, I don't know if she wants me to share. She's lost like 40 pounds. Wow, and she's Tanya, like, congratulations. She's just, uh, I just saw her husband uh, the other night. He was driving through town. But she, um, but yeah, I think there is, I think you do have a little more, again, flexibility in where do I want to spend my time. Um, even if, I was just thinking about this today because I my job is still 
intact. I'm still ba- balancing work time, family time, right. church service. But there is still more, you know, there's not the social agenda, certainly, or and a lot of other things that would normally take us out of the home in the evening or whatever during the day that isn't there. And so it does feel like I do have a little more time. Should I be doing something extraordinary with this? <laughs> I'm not, but should I? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to look back and feel like, oh, man, I missed that opportunity. But I do feel busy with enough things uh, regularly. Right. But... um but I'm going to put that on. Well, for Tanya, she says that's a best thing. So having some so time best to get thing? in a better place, whether it's physically, mentally, maybe having a little more flexibility in your in your time, your schedule. Yeah, I, I, Tanya, I 100% agree with you. Um, I, I've had good time of self reflection. I'll tell you what's funny. I'm going to bed earlier. Yeah, I'm sleeping better. I'm exercising more. I'm. Yeah, I'm finding that a lot of the things that I let take up my time before, uh, of all the funny things for me, and again, I think a lot of this comes down to so much travel, I just feel like I have oodles of time. Yeah. I have so much time. <laughs> um, I'm I'm working on a book, which, Ken, how did you ever write a book? It's the longest process uh, on Earth. 10 years. Yeah, it's, it's, I sit down and I'll write, write for two hours and I have a page. Okay, good. I'm, what are you writing? I'm writing son? this book, but first of all, can just please tell us about your book. <laughs> this is a good moment. If people want something to do during COVID, what's the name of your book, Ken? So I will tell you. First, I have to tell you our friend Jason Ball. Yes, uh, our old hey Jason Ball. Days. We lives love in Jason Chicago, Ball. and he says Chicago just shut down for two weeks. No indoor dining, but you should both come anyway. <laughs> Oh, there will be indoor dining. It will be at Jason Ball's <laughs> home. Jason's house. There will be three meals a day, Jason. Oh, Jason, we love so, you. God bless um, you. So, Sean, thank you. I so my book, Faith, Fatherhood, and Food, which is right up on my bookshelf you behind are very me. Kind. It's right there. It started years ago. Our mutual friend Chris Clark had yeah. suggested that we um, blogs were new, and he's like, we should write blogs. You know, it's a way to kind of stay in touch and share stories still and whatever and. And that's where it kind of started. And then over time, I just felt like this is a collection of uh, of kind of fun and personal essays. So that's yeah. what I that's what I did. I have it's a collection of personal essays, um, f- about fifty of them uh, about about those things. About it's called Faith, Faith Fatherhood, and Food. food. Yeah, and it's available on Amazon. It so is search available for it on by Amazon. Ken Craig. Great Christmas gift. Yes, <laughs> that as well as what John Dye wants to get you that I still can't <laughs> yes. click on, but I can't wait to see it. So that's awesome. I will sign your book and break your DVD. <laughs> uh, I'm, of Hocus Pocus. Hocus so I, Pocus, it's broken and gone. <laughs> Brocus Pocus. <laughs> um, I'm actually writing uh, a Ken very much inspired by you. It's a series of essays oh, like awesome. yours is, uh, but all two and about Disneyland. Oh, and It's stories cool. of taking my kids there, stories of growing up, what I love about it, just a very emotional attachment to disneyland and disney world so that's awesome tentatively tentatively calling it uh uh to disneyland and disney world a love story or a love letter a love letter so i would like to pre-order my copy yeah it's well you know it's going to be delivered when you're 96 years old so (laughs) uh leighton evans has a couple of great comments and gosh can we all just agree on this one worst not being able to go to a temple session Oh, yeah. That has been a tough one, Leighton. I'm going to put that on challenging. No temple. Uh, Ken, have you had a chance to 
go back to the temple since it's been open for limited use? No, we have not. Uh, in fact, there were there were a couple of uh, weddings, a couple of ceilings that we would have been invited to, but then when the you know when you're allowed to invite three people and you're not one of the parents, then sure, <laughs> uh, I would have liked to. I really I miss going very much. Yeah, yeah. I I sometimes, and this sounds terrible. Back to Disneyland, but sometimes I try to kind of picture Disneyland or Disney World. Sometimes I have to picture the temple to find peace. Like I remember it, you know, it's very visceral. Yeah. The thoughts of the different things that, that happen in the temple. I miss it like crazy. So that's, that's a really, really good one. Do you have more comments there, Ken? Um, I have, well, one of them is my friend Shauna saying she's read my book over and over. Thank you, Shauna. <laughs> my favorite person this evening. Way to Shana go, Tippets. Shauna. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, and then our friend Rebecca again in San Francisco saying that she just, uh, they just booked for New York city next week cause it just opened. So we can see museums and things with no crowds. We're glad we yeah. can travel safely. Yeah, that's great. And New York is such a, you know, such an amazing place. Yeah. I'm trying to picture what it would look like. Yeah. Now. What it would be so like. Quiet, right? we, so we did, we did New York city on New Year's Eve. We did the whole ball drop, the whole oh, thing. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, and we did it the right way, which is not to go stand out there since two in the afternoon, from <laughs> two in the afternoon on, we booked a hotel right in Times Square, which was nice, and uh, but then we booked a party, uh, to, tickets to a party at a restaurant that was packed wall to wall, and they were serving food and drinks and stuff, but you were you couldn't move in there. And then at 10 minutes to midnight, they open it up. The streets are barricaded. So it was empty. There was oh. nobody there except us. And we were able to go outside and stand right under the ball and watch it oh, drop. Oh, very cool. So I hope you we, – we'd love to hear a report. Uh, what, sorry, what was her name again? Rebecca. Rebecca, we would love to hear how New how York City was. How it goes in New York, was. yeah. Leighton Evans brought something up that I, that I really want to talk about. Leighton says he – one of the best was that he found his passion to start up his own podcast – and Leighton, you're welcome to uh, give us the name again of that podcast. And I apologize. I, I knew what it was at one point. But Leighton started a podcast. And this brings us to the question I'd love to ask anybody on here. Uh, and that is that during COVID, Keaton started playing guitar. I downloaded a whole app that would teach me how to play drums better. I'm a terrible drummer, but I have a full drum set. And I was so – this was time – I had every night free. I was amazingly dedicated for about four days. <laughs> COVID didn't change that, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but good for Layton for actually going through with it and doing a podcast. Uh, Ken, did you have anything to our listening audience? Did you pick up a hobby? Did you start something new during, during uh, this, whole, this whole COVID thing? I have not. I have given some more attention. I haven't started anything new. I've given some attention to um, like personal history stuff, just like our own family mm. history stuff that I have. So I've gone like through journals or um, and things like that that have been kind of fun to revisit or read. Um, gone through like old family videos, tried to digitize, you know, some. Um, same with photos, some things like that. But um it kind of feels like it doesn't feel specific to COVID. It just, again, it feels like, well, I'm here in the evenings. I've got the yeah, time. I'll time. go ahead and do it. I could, I could do it at any time. Um, 
Uh, and I don't, I, and it's also a project that is never ending. <laughs> like you're right. constantly making new family history. And so it's like, <laughs> I, this is, this is exhausting. Kids, me. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> yeah. Stop we, doing stuff. Kids, Stop doing no cute more. stuff. One more cute thing and that's it. <laughs> Six yeah. week moratorium on memories. Yeah. And <laughs> dad's got to catch. <laughs> um, I did think of something else kind of uh, church related is missions how much missions have been affected by mm. COVID. Cause we have our son Connor is, is serving in Washington. He was originally called to, to Yakima. Um, but he's had a number of missionaries come through there. That yeah. have been real, you know, they come back uh, to the United States quarantine and then they get reassigned and they're not going foreign back to Japan or back to yeah. Puerto Rico. So they go to Washington. And so he's had lots of um, roommates and companions that have been reassigned um, and how cool for Connor, like, yeah, cool for Connor to see people coming in and out, but cool to be one of the originals, one of the OGs. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> You're in my mission now, grandma. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, old man. Yeah. He's got, uh, and he's been in different areas that have had like, uh, different, um, phases of opening. Like he right. was out in a real rural area where they were not, not very phased by it. And then he was in Yakima proper, which, and they yep. were all locked up. And so, um, what a fascinating time. Yeah, but it's been very interesting. I mean, for, he only left in January. So for most of his mission, he has been in some phase of lockdown or some restrictions, some limitations. And uh, it does not feel like um, the mission that his dad served or yeah. even the one that his brother served. And so a lot of times he's like, I don't. I or one don't that know. anybody has served, right? Yeah, I, yeah. So one thing that has changed not only in the time of COVID, but very, very recently, as I got called to the High Council, uh, which has been a tremendous blessing. Um, but we had High Council meeting on Sunday. It was my first Sunday High Council meeting. And we had missionaries come back and report. What a phenomenal thing that is. Oh, yeah. Like, that's cool. Last time I was involved with one of those was when I reported. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been uh, 30 years. So yeah. uh, it was really neat to be able to sit and listen. But this missionary... Uh, there was a couple that had served in the MTC, and they were doing scheduling for uh, foreign language training and whatnot. But then this this uh, and they were amazing. But this this young elder came back, and he had been called. His family is from Brazil, uh, but they live here now. He was called to Brazil, served in Brazil for eighteen months, came home for two months, went to Everett, Washington, the Everett, Washington mission for six months. And I went, I don't know how you do that. Like, <laughs> like home for two months. Like yeah. by the time and so I was far into your mission at that point. Too, yeah. You know, like, yeah. 18 months. And that's yeah. what he said. He said, he goes, I kind of thought that I, he was laughing because his dad served a mission in that little window when missions got down oh, to 18 yeah. months, yeah. you know, that's, uh, and so he was saying, I just wanted to serve longer than my dad did. <laughs> I just wanted to beat him and yeah. serve longer. But he, he talked about what a blessing it was to be able to juxtapose. So I don't know if missions, if we put them in one list or the other. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if it's because... That's heard, true. I don't know that it's necessarily a, a negative thing. I think it is the creativity that they are coming up with. I mean, Connor does... I don't remember if I if you saw this or if I showed it to you, but... He was in an apartment with this couch that was falling apart, uh-uh. and it was uh, so he made this video. He's like, "This leather, this faux leather is just like cracking all over the couches. <laughs> this whole couch—it's you know, a missionary couch. It's falling apart." 
So he took a um, like an exacto knife, and Sean he did all seven dispensations around, including what? the restoration around the couch. Yeah, are you and kidding so me? You can what? see this video of him, like he's got Adam in the garden, and then he's got I mean with an exacto knife. Yeah, and it's gorgeous. And so he does this video of it. Well, I shared it with some people at work. It is now a DI truck is picking it up in Washington from, and bringing it out what? here for the church music, art art exhibit. No <laughs> way, yeah. Ken, that is amazing. And so, and for him, he was just like, I don't, you know, we're trapped in this apartment. This couch is falling apart. And so, is that a video that we can share or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll put we it on share the sharing it. time. Yeah, Facebook I'll, page I'll, I'll and Instagram. Yeah, I've got it on my phone. But, Ken, um, that is phenomenal. So, and he's like, you know, we're trying to just find creative ways to. So he's actually in his new area. He just got an assignment to be over technology. So people in the zone will share inform, you know, videos or photos or whatever with him, and then he gets it ready to share on social media. Uh, my friend Janelle Johnson, Janelle, who I was her bishop. I've known her since she was really little, and now she's all grown up and married. She says, great point. My brother Austin was called to serve in Cape Verde, which is off of Portugal, and had to come home and is now serving in Arizona. He definitely misses it, but he's glad that he is still able to serve. And that's kind of the story I keep hearing as people are like, wasn't what I thought was going to happen, Yeah, but I'm so grateful I can still do the work and be engaged in this work. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure that falls on one of the lists. I don't uh, think it falls on either. I think yeah. it just is. It's there just are, a phenomenon that is There are occurring. upsides, <laughs> and there are certainly some challenges. Yeah. And Ken, it, it really bothers me because remember how we grew up being told we were the choice generation? <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, we were the choice ones? <laughs> no, no. I'm really yeah. not pleased about that part of it. How dare they? How dare this generation think they're the choice generation? Right. Like they're not even lobbying for it. It's just sort of. I know it's just being handed to them. Like, (laughs) you feel good about that current generation? Is that what it is? Um, Janelle says, "I also miss Disneyland. This was the first year we got annual passes, and we got to go once before they closed." Oh, Janelle! Fortunately, they're going to take care of you, and they'll extend it out. But yeah, Janelle, it's true. We I've had an annual pass for ooh ten years running, something like that. Eleven years running. I, I really never, like I said, my office is down in San Diego, so I, I fly down there with, usually I go with our, our mutual dear friend, Tracy Smith, and uh, he and I go and, and ride rides. But uh, I'll just share Leighton Evans, his podcast, if you want to listen, is called His Hand in All Things. It's where people share times in their lives where they've felt the Lord's hand in their lives. Oh, so episodes get posted every Sunday. So uh, His Hands in All Things is the name of Layton's podcast. And a lot of people did that. A lot of people started podcasts. Oh, really? Yeah. Go ahead, Ken. Jason Ball says, we were chosen. We were chosen to not go through this crowd. (laughs) 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 Kind of like the Lord knew I would not handle it. (laughs) Jason, that is so funny. Oh, how we love Jason. That is a classic, yeah, folks. If uh, you're just joining us, you know we've we we we're talking about how things have changed for your family with church or your personal life or whatever during this time of COVID, and we're trying to kind of assemble some of the top five things that have changed for the good, as well as some of the top five things that uh, have been a negative. What what will you miss, Ken? Let's say that uh, you know tomorrow, all of a sudden there's a vaccine. Everybody's vaccinated tomorrow. Two, three weeks from now, what will you miss? 
I think I will miss that. Um, you know, you know, we we're a homeschooling family, and this started years ago. I mean, our oldest Abby, who's twenty three now, she went to kindergarten, and then that was it. So we've homeschooled for, and and one of the main reasons that we did was Katie really liked the idea of this is our family schedule, this is our family time, and I don't want all these external influences demanding our time or demanding our attention when, you know, I want to be more in control of that. And we have definitely felt that during this time, like kind of what we mentioned on Sundays, but every day there is a, I mean, I still, I still work and everything, but there is a flexibility that you re, you really just don't feel the pulls of, of right. obligations, social and, and uh, work or anything. There's sort you're just sort of, there's just a, a lot of your own, autonomy with that and uh i think i'll miss i'll miss that i'm just i have to answer to more people and more things and yeah and right now i don't and that feels kind of kind of nice <laughs> my mom used to use the the phrase that we we have a tendency to get caught up in the thick of thin things yeah and i i think that that applies and i think it gave me an opportunity to take a step back and go what really does matter by the way quick hello to our dear friend marie godfrey marie we're so glad you're here we're talking about things that we've loved about the COVID time and things that we've hated about it and what we'll miss about it when it's over and things we definitely won't miss. We're kind of building a top five. Let me recap kind of some of the things we have. Uh, on the good side, we love easy Sundays. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think that one's going anywhere. I think that's got a <laughs> firm place in number one. Uh, social distancing. Yeah, we kind of liked you know, maybe a little bit more solitude, not having to talk to everybody. Uh, forced family time, which is my new favorite phrase. <laughs> hey, kids, gather around. It's forced family time. Uh, just an appreciation of what we what we have, rediscovering the things that we already have in our homes. Uh, our backyard was brought up. Uh, and time to get ourselves personally into a better place. What were some of the challenges? Not going to movies, everything feeling virtual. Uh, not traveling has been rough, not seeing family and, uh, no temple. And gosh, I, yeah. I would those say solid. every one of those things, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I completely agree with, with every last one of them. Yeah. How, how do you think can, what do you think will not come back within the context of the church? In the context of church, what do you think, what are some, like, what do you think has permanently changed? Well, and that's tough to say because it was, I mean, the home, the home centered church supported didn't start that long before, before COVID. Right. And so it's sort of. I just spilled on myself. Oh. By the way. <laughs> just for our Facebook crowd. Yeah. Just for our Facebook crowd. Um, I just spilled on myself. And so that, that's something that I feel like is really cemented with, with, the, right. with COVID. It's like, this is what it will look like. Um um, I wonder if I don't know. I wonder if weekly youth activities will come back as a weekly thing because it might be like you know you got a lot else going. Let's meet every other week or yeah. Let's find out when it's good for everybody. Maybe it's only a couple times a month or once a month. I don't know. I want, but I wonder if that'll. I wonder if that'll change or if that'll stay. Yeah, as it is. I, I think maybe just general rigidity will change. Yeah. I, I think the whole notion of here's how you do this calling. Here's how you we meet once a month. We meet for an hour. We Yeah. I think a lot of that I hope 
a lot of that won't come <laughs> we'll back. Fade, yeah. You know, where we're really you're having to sit down and and analyze why do we do what we do? You know, what makes sense, what doesn't what you builds know? faith and what doesn't, right? What yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Marie Godfrey says uh, that she has traveled. And by the way, this is kind of cool. She's traveled. She loves her RV. (laughs) She's been (laughs) all over the country in her RV, which is just awesome. But she says uh, that the fires were actually worse than COVID for traveling. Oh, Boy, that's – can you imagine? Uh, Thanks, Marie. Yeah, we had some fires here on the mountains and in Provo Canyon, but they didn't – end up destroying any homes. Can you imagine in California? It's like, hey, you're not allowed to leave your home and now evacuate. I mean, <laughs> I holy moly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It started to feel mighty biblical there for a little while. <laughs> sure I mean, These are end of days here. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, and then I was thinking, you know, here in Utah, it's October yesterday, 19 degrees. <laughs> you know, know, it's crazy times, you know? Yeah. yeah Marie, I, I'm with you. Those, those fires, that was scary times. And it brought up questions about how do you serve people in the time of COVID. It's like, you know, we want to give you shelter and everything. Stay six feet away from me. Yeah. Yeah. It was wonderful to see how the church responded to the fires, though, and everything. There was such an outpouring of of love and compassion. Uh, Yeah, and humanitarian aid as well. Uh, I mean, across the globe. It's just been amazing. I I feel – we probably talked about this but um, uh, a little bit last week, but – General Conference for me was just such a breath of optimism and like I mean when you hear when you hear church leaders going you know when when we overcome this yeah. virus and we will and you're just kind of like okay didn't you <laughs> like though? before that leading up to it there was even a, um and you know it's also it's an election year and there's a lot of national yeah. disasters and there's just a lot you go on social media and there's just a lot of heartache and a lot of energy that a lot of people have about a lot of things and it's and uh and there was one video that i saw shared where there was uh, uh this guy was a british but and he's reading his son a bedtime story and it's about it's in the future and it's about 2020 and the year that yeah it's in rhyme and it's about how it changed and everyone realized their priorities and love abounded and i saw that video and i went <laughs> that's not what's happening <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's cute, yeah. But but then, um, and I don't. I'm not. A, I am absolutely not cynical by nature. But I just thought, no, I don't. That's, that's not, not what, what I'm feeling. Like, right? And then after conference, I f- I felt that such yeah. is like breathing fresh air. It was just like, oh, I do. I feel so much more hopeful and uh, and optimistic and just uh, I, I've a been... love. And again, every everyone having a lot of energy. I don't. I don't want to minimize or downplay that about anything right. about COVID right. about sure. political social issues. I think. Yeah, this is this is where we talk about it. Is where, you know wherever you ha- have your microphone. It was just I was just feeling so overwhelmed by it, and then yeah, I was like, conference oh, was, was yeah. I, I I've been listening to one to two conference talks every morning. Yeah, and it's funny because I've I've kind of been hit and miss with that in the past. I'll do it for a week or two, then not for a week or two. But recently, I've needed it to kind of kickstart my day. And every time they say, when we get past this, and we will, I kind of do the back 30 seconds because I'm listening to it on the app. Let me hear yeah. that again. I need to hear again that we will get through this. Yeah. And I, it was, that was the best. To me, I think that that might be the best conference I've ever had. Marie Godfrey says, I agree on the rigidity. I love how we find new ways to minister. Um, Marie, I totally agree. And actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add that to 
some good by saying uh, new, yeah, new ways to minister. I mean, you couldn't just, hey, I'm going to come over and sit in your living room, you know, for the families that you minister to, right? Yeah. Yeah, you had to find new creative ways to love and and minister. One that kind of ties into one of the one of the things that has been a hobby that I've gotten more into since I've been home more, which is you know I love barbecue. I love. Uh, oh shoot, we lost camera for a second. Hang on, we switch cameras here. Sorry. Let's show this one. Sorry, I just bumped our camera. We were on split screen for a second. That got really exciting and really confusing <laughs> there for a second. Uh, but I started ministering with barbecue. I just would take would take the families that uh, oh, man, that I, I ministered to. Of that. Yeah, <laughs> and just take them some barbecue and and go over and visit with them at their doorstep. You know, but I think also you know, not only did we find that we had a lot more um, new ways to minister, but also giving people leeway. You know, I love the respect of, you know, and, and I'm doing it now a lot in my calling where I'm where I'm calling people up and and saying, you know, hey, uh, you know, I'd like to meet. We can meet over Zoom, over Google Hangouts. We, I can stand on your doorstep. We can meet at the chapel and sit 10 feet away from each other. You can come to my house. You can like whatever you want. I'm comfortable. And I've noticed people seem to be OK with that. Yeah. There's not a lot of, oh, come on, just you got to be this way or that. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. One-on-one is that's where, that's where the magic happens. Having those kind of conversations and ministering them. Uh, Rebecca who is in San Francisco says we are evacuated right now. No power. Bring on the four horsemen. Oh my God. Rebecca, just drive on out, drive on out to Utah. Yeah. Rebecca, we (laughs) got got extra bedrooms. Yeah. I don't even know you, Rebecca, but you're welcome to come stay. We won't watch Hocus Pocus. (laughs) I will read to you from my book. <laughs> Sean will make barbecue. This sounds kind of nice. I don't think I'm leaving here. Rebecca, if you come over, you are welcome to stay here. We have extra bedrooms. I will barbecue. Ken will read from his book. It'll be wonderful. And then we'll make Ken watch Hocus Pocus again. Because I have that'll, that'll take the four horsemen to get me to do that. <laughs> Marie Godfrey says, I need to be... I need to be on your ministering list. <laughs> Barbecue. Yeah. yeah, it it's it's been pretty fun. It's been I think that's a blessing. And I hope that won't go away. I, yeah. I just hope that our walls were broken down. And <laughs> it's just funny to look back and I don't know why it's funny because our prophet is a prophet. But when he said the words, I just I just think back to when he said the words, next conference will be one like you've never seen before. <laughs> yeah. And us going, I wonder what that means. Yeah. <laughs> None of us thought it was going to be that. <laughs> well, it certainly did. Uh, it certainly did turn out to be prophecy. Yeah. 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 Oh, Maria has one other really good point. She says, I think some of the primary children are struggling. Where did their teachers and music go? Yeah. I think that's hard. I think, you know, they're trying to figure that out more and more now. But yeah, I mean that, and you certainly can't get all the primary children together and go, you're all going to social distance. You're all going to wear masks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not the most sanitary group. The no. Primary. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anything else, Ken? I think we've got a great list. Should I kind of recap it? Yeah. And, I li- yeah. Hit, this hit is me. what we came up with. I'll tell you one thing I'm grateful for is, and I was, you know, maybe there were more, but I was trying to kind of keep up with new ones. So they came in. 
we have more good than challenge. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. You know, yeah. I think that's a blessing. So uh, on the challenging list, not going to movies, which is a very specific one, but very real, uh, that everything's virtual and not, you know, that personal human contact, uh, no traveling, especially airplanes or overseas, uh, not getting to see family as much, big challenge, and uh, and not going to the temple, all very valid. The good, and it's staying at number one, Sundays are easy. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'll be interested to see if they decide to continue like, hey, COVID's over, but we now know how to broadcast sacrament meeting. Yeah. Even if you've just got little kids and you can't get them to church or you've got... You threw your back out yesterday. Here's right. the link for sacrament meeting. Come worship yeah. with us. Or it's flu, it's the standard flu season, and you're vulnerable to that or whatever. Yeah. Right. I, I hope that's something that, that will stay. I wonder if it will. Uh, also good social distancing for those who are... <laughs> for those who... Yeah, also maybe don't care to, to be too social. <laughs> uh, forced family time. I That is good. You know, blessed... What is the scripture? Is uh, blessed are ye if you uh, spend time with your family because you have to, <laughs> but even more blessed are ye <laughs> if you choose to spend time <laughs> with your right. family. I think that's how it goes. Uh, rediscovering just things you already have. Uh, you know, the, the backyard is a great example. Just looking at things through fresh eyes, uh, finding time to get yourself into a better place, and finding new ways to minister Gosh, there are a lot of blessings, Ken, that, yeah. that, that come out of all this. I think it's wonderful. And and I think that's, boy, it's, it's all covered for me. Anything else yeah, you want to no, add? Yeah, no, I like that. I like that list. That's well, great. that's awesome. Well, we want to thank all of you who joined us for Facebook Live. Uh, for those of you who are listening on podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Gosh, if you're enjoying these conversations that we're having, we're going to keep them going. Uh, please, if you would, uh, share them on your social media with your friends and family. And then also, if you could go in and give us a review, especially on Apple Podcasts, it sure does help us. I, I'm surprised at how fast our audience is growing on the podcast side, too. Oh, Ken. awesome. It's been, I'm glad. It's been really great. It's so great. fun to do this and, and fun to yeah. interact. Well, and the, what we're hoping to do with this podcast is put out maybe a little bit of humor and, and some positivity into this world and give people a, a break from the the tougher stuff. I don't know how we did that by talking about COVID this time. <laughs> I think it's ending on a, on a really optimistic note. Yeah. I do. We're going to say maybe our listenership's going to drop. Yeah. I got to get away from COVID. Oh, there's a new episode of sharing time. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> but we want to thank you all for tuning in and uh, we will see you next time for sharing time. I'm Sean Rapier. I'm Ken Craig. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.